All right, welcome to the House Rich Podcast episode zero. Um, so what is the House Rich Podcast? It's basically uh, me, I'm your host, David. My whole goal is to inspire future homeowners to become homeowners by breaking down the home buying process in layman terms and sharing um, stories from average people that have done above average things in real estate. That's really it. It's going to be about 30 to 45 minutes an episode. This episode zero is just kind of breaking down what the format is. And I actually don't really have a script because I just wanted to have this flow um, freely for me. And so, um, yeah. So why am I doing this podcast? I just want to inspire folks as far as uh, home ownership. So, you know, I got House Rich, the brand back there. And yes, I am in my closet. Um, I got uh, some clothes. So I figured, out, you know, why not be in my closet uh, for there? And there's also great lighting and... um. Yeah, it's a great lighting and uh, a quiet place in my house, so let's get that out of the way. I think I'll shoot every episode here. So far, so good. I've done one video before that, so um, that's that. So who am I? Uh, my background is in lending. I've been a loan officer and I'm an underwriter currently, so I like to say I know kind of both sides of the lending piece. I'm, I've done everything except for uh, being a realtor, but I think being a loan officer helps me understand the sales piece and talking to clients and knowing what they want and knowing what their needs are and knowing uh, that they actually don't know what they want. And then the underwriting side helps me actually know the guidelines. So I can actually marry those two. A lot of folks are on one side or the other, but I get to actually marry those two together and um, bring some, some good knowledge. I've actually had a, a show called Drew Television a few years back, Dallas Real Estate Entrepreneurship and whatever else, where I used to actually interview people in real estate when I first got into the industry as far as a lender. And um, so I think I have some... A, Above average interviewing skills, I guess we'll see, and you'll be the judge of that as the show goes along. Any feedback is appreciated. And, um, yeah, like I said, I'm looking to share, share stories of average people that have done above average things in the real estate space. That's really it. So if you feel that's you, um, feel free to reach out to me if you think your, your story is great and you can uh, add something to the show where I can you know, add something to you and uh, your folks as well. So I'm going to post these on YouTube, uh, Instagram, basically everywhere that, that videos are uh, are to be seen at. So, um that's that there. I'll get into my personal story in a in a little bit, but basically the format is going to be well, basically the first probably the first five or so episodes of this show are just going to be me talking to the camera, so I can kind of work out the kinks and make sure everything's good before I start breaking on uh, guests. So you know, I'm big on not wasting other people's time because I don't want my time wasted. So that's kind of the format. But uh, after that, it'll be basically a guest I'll then I'll, I'll come on and talk something a guest I'll talk a guest I'll talk that's the format now obviously that's subject to change this is uh we're just going to kind of see where this this show goes so so yeah that's that there um I do got some show notes over there in the corner um so I can kind of stay on track but I'm really just kind of kind of flowing with this and so yeah I'm just just started I'm a big believer in um you know tweet tweet talk podcast they say get fancy get started later so just kind of getting started, but I, I like this closet setup, so I think I may rock with this for for a little bit. Um, and so, kind of, what's my personal real estate story? I purchased my first home at 21, um, right out of the um, right out of college. So I graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy, and so I was, you know, you go into the military right after college because they they basically pay for your college up front there. So you do five years in the the Navy, and so my mom or dad, I can't remember which one, basically said that you should buy buy a home. Instead of renting a home, you should buy a home. And so I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, why would I be paying, uh, you know, some um, figurehead, you know, money for rent when I can just buy a home? And so that that's what I did. So I bought a condo at uh, 21. Um, and then so a major key what I did with that condo was that I got a roommate. And so this is before like house hacking was, was cool and trend and everyone's talking about it, even though few people actually know what they're talking about. But that's a different story. And so my mortgage was like $1,400 a month. 
and I ended up renting the uh, renting a room to him for like a little for like nine hundred dollars, something like this. Um, I should have done the math for hopping on this podcast, but I think it's like seventy percent of my rent was covered by him. And the major key to that is he did not even know that I owned the place. So I think I've seen like a meme floating around where like a girl says she done that to a guy. I did that in real life to my roommate, and not not to be shady or anything like that. But I mean, we're both twenty one. I didn't just want there to be any uh, a weird dynamic in the um, in the property where he was like, hey, you know. They're just 21, I'm 21, why can't I just do my own thing? And so maybe it's a little bit selfish as well because, you know, maybe I didn't want to inspire him to get his own place. I wanted just to collect collect rent. So maybe that was a little bit selfish, but eh, I don't know. Um, it, 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 was, it was fair market value rent, and obviously he could choose to live wherever he wanted. Nobody forced him to live with me. And so, yeah, we had that scenario set up for uh, for five years. Once again, for five years, I owned the place. He didn't, uh, I owned the place, and my roommate did not know I owned it. So how did I pull that off? I had a property manager that he would send his rent check to. And who was the property manager? My mom and dad. Yes, my mom and dad. So they, so this guy would basically just mail his rent check to my mom and dad, and they would just put it in my bank account, and then we would continue the cycle every month. And so um, I think uh, he probably should be curious why I was so uh, intent on kind of doing stuff around the house to, to fix stuff here and there. You know, I would just, I would just fix stuff that needed to be fixing. I mean, it was, it was a brand new condo so there wasn't really a lot of stuff to um to to fix or take care of. but uh yeah anything that needed to be fixed i just took care of of myself and so another major key that i set up is what i call like the the bedroom to bathroom ratio and so that's super important because you want to make sure that your roommate has a bathroom to themselves you don't ever want to be sharing a bathroom you know you get the stuff where who peed on the toilet or who um who did this or that um you know did you use my toothbrush or or, or uh, what have you so you never want there to be you just don't want to be sharing sharing a bathroom it just will lead to uh lead to uh um a lot of conflicts so i know like when my fiance now wife and i um so i moved out of my my condo while we were buying a house together and moved into her or sold my condo and while we moved into uh, her apartment together and it was a you know it was a one bedroom one bathroom where she was living there by herself and so uh you know i was in, in love with her but it was a kind of a um a little bit fresher and dynamic sometimes you know how women take too long in the bathroom um and so um yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So when you got to go to the bathroom and somebody's in the bathroom, it, it it's uh it's it's rough. There were times I generally thought about going like in a a trash can or or something. So um yeah, so make sure you got that that uh, bedroom to bathroom ratio set up. And so like so you may not have a scenario where um you can have a property manager who charges no fees because they're your uh, and for folks listening, I'm doing air quotes. They're charges no fees because your parents, but you can easily set something up like that as far as um as far as you're doing your own thing. And so. Yeah, they helped me get off to a great financial start. You know, when you're having somebody pay uh, 80, 70% of your, your rent, so you're basically paying $400 to, to live in a relatively nice place, you can save a lot of money and you can invest it. So that was really my introduction to, to house hacking as far as, and I didn't really know it was house hacking. My introduction to, to like classic house hacking, multifamily house hacking was actually a client of mine who had done it before. He, he, um, was buying a, like a triplex and he had a bunch of other properties now and he was um and he had a bunch of other properties so I was noticing like wow he would he would buy a property stay there for a year um you know collect basically eighty percent or seventy percent of the of the the rent from the mortgage and then move out and then cash flow the property and I was like um wow and it just kind of blew my mind it was like two three years into my mortgage career and I never really heard of anybody doing that and so I was like huh that's pretty cool why don't people talk about that I should talk about that a little bit more. And so, um, I, yeah, I started talking about that with my, my clients and helping them build their real estate portfolios. So me personally, I've always done the, the, 
the single family condo, condo, condo thing. My weapon of choice was condos just because they're super easy to maintain and they're essentially like an apartment when you got when you move out, but you gotta make sure that the HOA allows you to to rent the property. So that's one thing you wanna look at as well when when uh, working a condo. But yeah, he introduced me to um to house hacking. So I mean I mean if you're I guess you can do it at any age. It's your level of comfortability. But, I mean, there's really no excuse or no reason for you not to, to house hack um, if, you're, if you're, like, renting a property. I mean, I always say if you're going to be sharing a wall with somebody, you know, might as well own the wall is kind of my motto as far as that. So, um, hopefully that makes sense to you. I'll break down some more of those um, stories. Or I'll go a little bit more maybe to this or that. But I just want to do my first episode just to, to get it out there into the, the mass public. And so, um... Yeah, I just got done with the David Shands podcast challenge on Friday, so I dedicated doing my first episode this Saturday, and I'm going to try to do two episodes a week. So I have this, the the House Rich podcast, and also in my, in my YouTube channel, I would do kind of uh, long form educational topics as well as far as dealing with the mortgage process because I'm um, I'm very knowledgeable that I'm pretty pretty uh, above average when it comes to that. So um, yeah, that that that's really it. So um, if you guys got any questions, uh, let me know. Um, I think I'll put stuff in the bio as far as more resources for you. I do have courses for you as well um, in order to um, get your, your knowledge on. Oh, and sorry, speaking of courses, I got to do a commercial for myself. So check out the Coins and Culture uh, Instagram page. It's probably one of the best not probably. It's one of the best pages on Instagram as far as home buying information. So um, yeah, they're a sponsor of this episode, Coins and Culture Instagram page for the world's best Instagram mortgage ship. So, uh, until we meet again, I got to figure out an outro for this. Um, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to rocking with you all. Episode zero.